everybody. Welcome to Marriage Sanctified. We are Tim and Janie, and this is episode four. Yes. And we're hoping that you've been joining us for episodes one through three. Right, right. But today we're going to talk about studying your spouse. Yes. Because it is such a powerful marriage strengthening tool. Man. I know it's something we use a lot. Yeah, it's, uh, you know what, it's studying your spouse is is awesome. You know, the more you know about your spouse, mm-hmm. the better you're going to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, it's definitely a lifelong right. journey. So the inspiration behind this mm-hmm. uh, came from uh, when Janie and I were on a walk last week. Uh, we inside the North Georgia mountains here, beautiful. Uh, but the, the track that we were walking around was uh, rocky. It was yeah. uh, a lot of stumps, muddy. Uh, muddy, and everything from raining. So, a lot of trip hazards. Yeah. From so, my perspective. and of course, if you know my wife, she's very clumsy. <laughs> yes. Yeah, she will admit that. <laughs> yes. So, uh, so as we're walking, we're going down this one hill, and I realized I looked down and I had my wife's hand. And I was like, well, when did that happen? Yeah. I didn't know. You know what I mean? <laughs> Something that came naturally to me because I know how clumsy she is. So it automatically just happened. So I had her hand to help her going down the hill. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then going back up some hills and back down some other hills. You know what yeah. I mean? But it was awesome knowing that I just automatically had her hand. Yeah. I didn't have to say, hey, babe, let me have your hand or anything. It just it just came naturally. So I think it's really awesome because it tells me that I'm actually studying you. Yeah, I think it's funny because you brought that up. Yeah. You said, you know, I just realized that I'm holding your hand. And I said, yeah, and I just realized I'm holding your hand back. Right. Like, when did that happen? Right. So right. we are, we're so used to each other yeah. and our needs for each other. And that comes from studying each other. Um, that those things just seem to come completely yeah, naturally. Yeah. So our viewers and our listeners probably want to know why is it so important to study your spouse? Yeah. So we came up with three things. Um, number one is that it produces wisdom. Yes. And number two, that it produces emotional intimacy. Yeah. And number three, that it definitely leads to healthier conflict yes. or even less conflict. Yeah. And, you know, and, and wisdom, the first one, wisdom yeah. is taught a lot in the Bible, especially yeah, the, the whole book, book of Proverbs. Proverbs is about wisdom. Yeah. I mean, you can't get any more than that. I mean, that's a whole, that's a lot of wisdom right there. <laughs> that's true. That's so, true. In fact, if you don't mind, I'll yeah, read a Bible verse. It's Proverbs 4, 7, and it says, the beginning of wisdom is this, to get wisdom. Yeah. And though it costs all you have, get understanding. So right there, wow. we're being told that wisdom is very important, and right. no matter what it costs you, it's important to have that knowledge, that yeah, wisdom. That's good. So, that's awesome. Um, I think for wisdom, um, it's it's um, important to know, well, important to make sure you don't get stuck in the trap of believing that your spouse today is the same as they were yeah. the day you got married. They change. Spouses change. Yeah. Like we go through different right. seasons. Right. Right. So we also go through changes in our habits and our likes and our dislikes. All those things change. So I think it's also important to know that we won't always know everything about our spouse. No. Right. Because no. a lot of us keep stuff inside. Right. You know? If you don't ask, that's another thing. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. You I gotta mean, ask. Yeah. And well, even, even sometimes I just don't say stuff. Like sometimes I know it's here, mm-hmm. but I don't verbalize it. So right, right. maybe there's a certain habit or a certain preference yeah. that I have that I haven't bothered to tell you, that's you true. know? So that's, that's yeah. another reason why I think yeah. um, it's important to have that wisdom and to, and to get that wisdom. It is. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay, so for our listeners, um, what's the difference between knowledge and wisdom? Well, knowledge, of course, would be like research, reading, mm-hmm. you know, uh, learning the facts. Yep, yep. And I mean, where wisdom would be applying the knowledge in a beneficial way. 
Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. So it's more than just knowing your spouse's favorite color right, or their favorite right, meal. Right. Yeah, I agree with that. I think right. also with wisdom, it's being able to discern um, a situation, size up a situation, just having that discernment, yes, um, yes. being able to determine you said the facts, but like right. what's relevant in the situation, right. the relevant facts. Right. Um, if I could read a Bible verse, yeah, go right ahead. Uh, Proverbs 15, 14 says, the discerning heart seeks knowledge, but the mouth of a fool feeds on folly. So right there, it's telling us, you know, have that discerning heart, seek yeah. that knowledge. Right. So I just, I love the Proverbs. Yeah, that's it. You know, wisdom, uh, wisdom also produces more understanding of your spouse. That's true. Yeah, you know sure. I mean, so that's another thing you look at too. Yeah, when you have understanding, right. you can have empathy, right. and you can have right. all those other attributes that you need yeah. to have to, to help them out. Yeah. Um, also to me, um, I think that, with wisdom, um, it's taking that knowledge and putting it into practice. Like it's it's not just in your heart, but it's actually acting upon it. Yes, I does that agree. make sense? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I don't sense. know. I just it felt does. like I needed no, to, to add that in there. <laughs> it does. I mean, you know, you have to know something. You have to know it in order for you to apply it. Right. Exactly. If you don't know your, if you don't get the wisdom from God. How are you going to apply it to your marriage, which he wants you to be happy in your marriage? So you have to do that. Yeah, exactly. So um, I think the next thing we came up with is that uh, by studying our spouses, we can have better emotional intimacy. Yeah, I mean, that would be uh, uh, being emotionally connected and supported. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Um, Understanding what happens inside your spouse. Yeah, that's true. That's that's probably a big one. Yeah, like what, why they're right. doing what they're doing, why they're saying what they're saying, right. why they're acting what they're act- yeah. acting. I mean, the more emotionally connected we are, the more we have that understanding of what makes you tick. You know, right. even myself, what makes me tick? Right. So I think that's really good. That's awesome. I think also with emotional um, intimacy, it's knowing all your fears. You know, also like what motivates you, right. um, what what your desires are. Yeah. Um, and I think the biggest thing with emotional intimacy is the vulnerability. Right. So yeah, being able to be vulnerable with each other is huge, yeah, I is. think. It is. And if I we agree. have that emotional connection, you know, I can I can do that. I mean, right. did you have a Bible verse to talk about with that? I think uh, it was yeah, like, I do. Actually, it's uh, James... Uh, let me get my glasses on. I'm getting old, so you know James You're five sixteen. Uh, it says, uh, "Therefore, confess your sins to teach others and pray for each other, so that you may be healed." The prayer of a righteous person is a power, is powerful and effective. Yeah, I mean, right there. Yeah. I think there's no other way that we're well. There's a few other ways, but right, right, um, right. one of the biggest ways we can be vulnerable with our with our spouses is by being open and confessing our sins. If I have sin in my life, whether it it concerns you or has to deal with you or something private I'm dealing with, if I can confess that to you, I'm being vulnerable because I'm opening myself to up to judgment. What are you going to think of me? Are you going to think something different? So I think, but when you have that level of emotional intimacy, that's really high and really strong, Mm -hmm. you can do that. I can easily come to you and say, you know, I'm dealing with this struggle or, you know, I said something to somebody I shouldn't have. So I said, and, and, you know, I can talk to you about yeah. it. So I, I love that. That's that open communication that we <laughs> have. Sure. You know, studying your spouse is also yeah. about communicating properly. It sure is. So. It sure is. And I think um, for me too, and I don't know if this is just uh, from a woman's perspective, but I know it is for me, that emotional intimacy, um, it gives me that safety yeah. within our marriage right. and that comfort. Right. And so I just, I just think that, uh, 
we get that from studying each other. It just enhances that that level of intimacy that that we want to have emotionally. I agree. Wow, that's yeah. awesome. I think I have one more verse okay. here. Um, what was it? Colossians three nineteen. It says, "The husbands love your wives and do not be harsh with them." Yeah, that's what I was talking right? about. Exactly. I, that's where I get that. Um, if, if you're emotionally really connected to me, you're going to know what upsets me and what doesn't. And, um, I think right there, you know, don't be harsh. Like harshness can, can be hard and that, that can make me not feel as safe or as comfortable, you know, in our marriage and stuff. So I think the third thing as to why we should study our spouse is because it will produce either less conflict or at least healthier conflict within the marriage. What do you think about that? I think that, uh, when you study your spouse, mm-hmm. um, you serve them better. Yeah, you learn their likes and their right, dislikes. Right. So you can obviously love and serve them better. So, so naturally, you know, you, you, you will have less conflict. conflict. For sure. So, for sure. Yeah. For sure. And I think also um, by studying you, it takes the focus off of me and puts the That's focus yeah. outward yeah. and onto you. Yeah. So right there, by studying you, I'm becoming less, less selfish. You know, but because I'm focusing on you, I'm basically trying to have your well-being in the forefront instead of my own. That's true. I think also, um, if I know you and I'm learning you and I'm studying you, I know like what situations can make you tense. Let's just say, or what, you know, it might lead to like maybe short temperedness has nothing at all to do with me. But if I know that about you and I've studied you and I know, like, let's just say you're in traffic on the highway, you know, it might be a little tense for you. If you get a little, you know, short tempered or you have a quick answer, you're really quiet or something has nothing to do with me. That's just you in that situation. So I'm more apt to overlook something like that. If you get, if you get short with me or the kids, you know, I'm going to overlook that because I understand you and I understand, okay, He's just in a tense situation. This is nothing personal. I mean, you can look at that as well as like being a nonverbal cue. You know what I mean? True. You know, because maybe I'm, I'm driving, I'm stressed, I'm not saying anything, but you right. know me. Right. So you know that, okay, this bothers him. This yes. is one of his. Uh, That's a very good point. You know what I mean? So, you know, it can be non, it can be uh, a nonverbal as well. Yeah, we should but, totally study right. our nonverbal right. cues of our spouse, I not mean, just if, what they're saying, right, if, what they're doing. Right. And yeah. If, you know, so if I. You see me one day, I don't say anything, and I walk out and I slam the door. Yeah. You're going to look and go, okay, what was that about? Yeah, yeah. You know, that is not, that's not Tim's actual behavior, right. normal behavior. And we don't have to have a conflict about right. it. Right, we don't. So there, again, right. less conflict. Yeah. Um, I think that if we really know each other and we're really studying each other, and the more we get to know each other, it leaves uh, room for less miscommunication. Yeah. So if I know you and you know me and I kind of know – your use of certain words, yeah. you know, or whatever, you know, I just know that that's, we're not going to have a miscommunication about it because yeah. I just know you that well. Yeah. So that again, if you have less true. miscommunication, you'll have less conflict right. or at least healthier conflict. Yeah, that's so. True. so when it comes to studying your spouse, we talked about the why. Yeah. Now let's talk about the, the how we study your spouse. Right. Yeah. So, um, we came up with a few things. Right. So I know one thing is that, uh, the, the love language, the, the five, five, the love, five love languages. Yeah. If you haven't heard that by Dr. Chapman yeah. in, in his book, um, it's awesome. I it mean, is. you know, it's so an eye opener. It it's like that aha moment in marriage. Right. At least for me, it was. I know when we heard about the love languages and we actually did a Bible study on it, we, we did, had a devotional right. and stuff. It was there awesome. Were, videos and everything. Um, when we learned more and more about that, I was like, wait a minute, I have been loving you the wrong way. Yeah. Like the wrong way. I thought I was expressing love in a way that 
would speak your language, <laughs> but I wasn't. Right. So once I learned what they were, man, that was huge. Yeah, so, there, there's, there's, so you have uh, the acts of service, yep. uh, quality time, yep. uh, words of affirmation, yep. um, gifts, yep. and physical touch. Yep, yep. So, and you know what's really cool about that is, um, you know, if anybody were to ever question, is any of this biblical? Right. It totally is. Because think about what Jesus did. He all, did all, all five, of those. All five of them, easy. Yeah. The first one would be uh, acts of service. Right, he yeah. Went, he went to the cross for us. He That's the biggest his, act of service he there. blood for us. It's also the biggest gift, too. Yeah, there you <laughs> yeah. go. That's true. You yeah. Know what I mean, and uh, if you talk about quality time, right? he was with his disciples all the time. He Non-stop, spent that time yeah. with them to get to know them, yeah. for him to get to know them, to get to know him. Yep. You know what I mean? So, and he was showing his love to them by right. taking the time yeah. to get to know them. So he was definitely expressing love that way. Yeah. What else did he do? Uh, words of affirmation. Yeah. I mean, he told, I mean, how do you, how do you, you he tells everybody, you know what I mean? Uh, well, the woman uh, at the well. Woman at the well. Uh, what he said about John the Baptist, yeah. so like there was nobody better than him or something yeah. to that effect in Matthew, I think it was. But yeah, he always mm-hmm. had a kind, uh, affirming word. Yeah. Uh, the guy on the mat, you know, pick up your mat and, go, go, and walk, walk, you know? Yeah. It seemed like he was always giving out those words of affirmation. Yeah. I, love the wor- I love the calm words of Jesus. You yeah, know what I, I mean? Agree. How they help us. I so, agree. Uh, how about uh, physical touch? Oh, I mean, he, he touched Lazarus. He came back, came to, life. back to life. I mean, think he, of all the people he healed. Made a blind man see again. Exactly. You know, it, yeah. it, it, there's, there's just, so all this fits into God's word. Yeah, you know I agree. I mean? And what Jesus has done for us. I mean, it's unbelievable. And if Jesus is displaying that to right. us and right. exemplifying that, for us, then that's something we should be doing within yeah. our marriage too, yeah. as it is with anything else yeah. in the Bible. You I can a- apply it to your yeah. marriage and into that's your true. relationship yeah. with your spouse. Yeah. Um, I think, a th- uh, I'm sorry, another way right. other than the love languages would be to ask questions, yeah. like specifically of your spouse. Um, yeah, if you don't know something, I mean, yeah. you have to learn their habits. Mm-hmm. You have to learn their do's and don'ts. Yeah. You have to learn uh, the whys and nots. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you have to add, you have to do these things in order to study your spouse. Yeah, and if you're so, uncomfortable going to your spouse, right. um, you can always go to God. I mean, yeah, you can ask God for clarity in any situation. I go to God no matter what. Yeah. You know what I mean? So if something you don't know with your spouse, go to God with it and say, God, how do I how do I ask my wife this question? Yeah. You know, in the in the correct way, not with being defensive, not you know. Accusing, tra- accusing him or her. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you go in there with the correct words, and I'm telling you, I mean, I, I used to say words to you mm-hmm. back in the day, pre-Christian. Mm-hmm. You know that I would just have that rude sense of and ask you, and you were like, "Well, why did you say it like that for?" Yeah, and then yeah. I stop and think and go, "Well, that was yeah. that was harsh." And you know, you can also yeah. ask God to prepare your spouse's heart right. to, receive to receive what yeah. you're what you're saying in That's the good. manner. That you're trying to say it. So, yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah I, I love that. That's awesome. What's another way that um, we study our spouses? Let's see. Uh, I think the, well, if you don't mind me. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. I think the main way is through observation. Oh, yeah. And you're like yeah. an incredible observer well, compared to me. <laughs> you know, from my career, yeah. you know what I mean? My job, one of my jobs was observing people. Yeah. And so, I can tell you anything about somebody just on my profession. Yeah. So I took that and I get to observe you. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? True. So like you said, you know, you told me one time you say, well, I don't know what kind of car the neighbor drives. Right. But you knew I would. Yes. Just because uh, that's me. Yeah. I almost think that I, I don't even make yeah. it a point to be yeah. that observant because I sort of rely on right. you because you, you are. And, you know, to be honest, um, and you, you may relate 
with this with me. Um, it's been a struggle for me. The, yeah. the observing part. I know that like you, you learn so sometimes, you know, more about me than I know about myself, to be honest. Um, cause you really take that time. But for me, it's been a struggle to observe. Like you were talking about earlier, you know, my, my, my face would be in the book, you know, right, or right. in my laptop instead of looking around. Um, but so to me, I've had to be very intentional to observe you. And then even more so, even if I do watch you and learn something, right. I often have trouble verbalizing that or putting that into action. So let's just say I see you doing something. Right, right. I should give you that word of affirmation on it. Right but I don't always do it. So to me, that's also been a struggle. So I think, um, there's always room for improvement. Oh, of course. Yeah. There always will be. Yeah. I, mean, I know for me, there certainly yeah. is. I mean, but from, from your, your transformation from what you used to be to where you're at now is just, I, I can see it because I got to, I've gotten to known you, know, know, know you and study you. So, yeah. you know, like you just said, an extra neighbor, you might, right. today you know his, because now, now you're because, more observant. Well, now you I'm looking I mean? around right. everywhere and you, and I see the importance of it right. before I really didn't. Right. And I see the importance of just being, you know, observant, not just within our marriage, but just, you know, think, think about this, what we're doing by studying each other, yeah. what impact, you know, it has other impacts, believe it True. or not. So think about if you have children mm-hmm. and they see mom and dad, uh, studying each other, you yeah. know, in their own sense or whatever, however old they are, but they're seeing it. So yeah. what, go back to my inspiration of, of, of studying your spouse, mm-hmm. um, go back to the walk. We went again, you know, a few days later with my yeah. son yeah. and same thing, same track or, or that we're walking. And all of a sudden my wife and my son are walking together in front of me. And next thing you know, they're going down a hill. I see my son grab your hand. Yeah. And I went, why did he grab your hand? Well, he, because he saw he sees me do it with you, so you didn't it, have to tell him. I didn't have to tell him. He it, just it, it naturally rubbed, knew. It just rubbed right <laughs> off of him. You know what yeah, I mean? So it's true. so when people, you know, friends, uh, children, they see you guys studying each other, and you know everything about your spouse. It's only going to help the rest. You know, your children. If you Absolutely. have children, you know what it, I mean, or other that, friends, that trickle effect, it does. that contagious yeah, effect. I it. I agree with that. Oh. Um, I think another way that we can study each other is just simply knowing each other's communication style. Yeah. Are you direct communicator or indirect communicator? Right, right. Um, are you passive, aggressive, assertive? Right, right. You know, we all have our styles and right. our ways of communicating. Um, I think it's super important to learn that because yeah. that will help you in your communication. Right. That's going to help you with the conflict with your emotional intimacy, basically wisdom, everything we've talked about. Um, I think it's, it's important to really pay attention to your spouse's communication yeah. style. I have one more verse here. Okay. James one five. And it says, um, if any of you lack wisdom, you should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault. And it will be given to you. That's so good. good. What a promise from God it to have is. that. Yeah. So we know if we if we feel like we're, we're really stuck, right. you know, I'm talking to you, I can't get an understanding or some kind of clarity. Yeah. I know for sure I can go to God and, and he's going to help me with he's that. Help you give that clarity. Yeah. So, yeah. That's awesome. Okay, babe. So I guess the question I have for you is um, what have you seen or how have you seen me change the most since we were married till now? Ne- till now? I have an idea of what your answer is going to be. What's your idea? I think it's going to be that I'm more observant. Yeah. Then I've we just kind of touched we on that. We kind of touched on that. Yeah, but, I've seen you transform from uh, focused, uh, you know, as um, focused on something and not seeing the whole picture. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like uh, you have that. Um, 
uh, what they call used to call it? Tunnel vision. Huh? Tunnel, <laughs> tunnel vision. vision. Yeah, so I couldn't say it. Sorry. <laughs> tunnel vision on you know on your yeah. computer, and yeah. there, there's this whole outside world out there that God has given us that you just missed. I was oblivious to. Yeah, it. and you yeah. know what I mean. So from that time up until now, I a totally transformation on that part. You know what I mean. Now you're observing everything. You know what I mean. So it's nice to see you smile and hum. You know, you know, when you're, you know, music and while we're driving down the road, you know what I mean? But yeah. it's nice, yeah. you know what I mean? Because you're, you're actually enjoying what God gave you now rather yeah. than focusing on one thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. Yeah. What about me? For you? Yeah. Um, I would say the biggest change has been, and don't take this the wrong way. No, or, or it's fine. It's little... I don't mean this in a bad way, but basically I think you used to see things from your perspective. Oh yeah, I was, you know? I was selfish. Yeah, like I, was, I think yeah. it wasn't that. It was just mostly that you would see things. Okay, how's this going to benefit Tim? Yeah. How is this good for me? And it it wasn't. Score I mean, for me, check for me. <laughs> I mean, you were always yeah. a wonderful provider, right. uh, an encourager. You've always you've always been just an awesome husband, Tim. So I'm. This is not Woo. in any way. One for the guys. That. But I think like. In the beginning, you know, you were used to being on your own. So you saw things. How's it going to benefit you, your perspective? And now I've watched you just turn into this, this man of God. I mean, this, this biblical husband, this biblical father, biblical friend to others, um, this caring, empathetic person, um, you just, you don't, when you do stuff now, I don't see you looking to see where you benefit. I look, I see you looking to see where we all benefit or we're like how you and I together as a team benefit from it. So I have to say for me, because I've studied you (laughs) and, and you, you really are a lot different than you were in the beginning, you know, just in that spiritual growth and that leadership. Mostly I've just watched you just become this amazing leader in our home. Amazing. Well, I could tell you why it's all because of God. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yes. God threw out his rope. I just grabbed on and I held on and he took off and I'm following him, yeah. you know, all the way. Yeah. So especially with my spouse too. Yeah. You know, I want to study her. I want you to, I want to know everything about you. And yeah. if I don't know, I'm going to find out about it. Right. You know what I mean? So ask those questions. So that would be my, my thing for you guys is that study your spouse hard. Mm-hmm. If you don't know something, if you don't know what color or what's her favorite food, Ask her, yeah. you know, little, quite little things to big things. You the can type do of that. coffee creamer she likes. That's it. I <laughs> Even mean, the little details right, like little that. Details. Because then you can turn everyday little yeah. gestures within your relationship right. into full expressions of love. You can. That's awesome. And you I know? tell you what, that's what we do. And yeah. we have, we have little conflict or if we do even have conflict from mm-hmm. it, we know how to handle it because I, I studied her. She studies me yeah. and we're able to come together. So that's what you guys got to do. I agree. So, so just a few more tips, yeah. um, some things you can do, consider it your homework, right, there <laughs> but, you go. Uh, homework guys, <laughs> take the five love languages quiz. Yeah. You can just go online, type in five love languages quiz. It'll come up. It's free. You can take that to learn about yourself, about your spouse, about your children, or basically anybody that you have a relationship with that you want to learn how to love them better yeah do it and do it together take yeah. it take it separately but then come together yeah. and, and see what you know your acts of service or gifts or whatever is more important yeah. to you you know what i mean and share it because that's the thing of coming together yeah. studying your spouse yeah. you want to know her 
Know what her love language is. And then apply. Or his or her, sorry. Apply what you learn. Right. That's the other thing. We take the knowledge and then we get the wisdom by applying yes. it. So apply what we've learned. Yeah. And I think the other thing, you and I did this in prepping for this episode. We, did. This was... we went to truity.com right. and there you can take all kinds of personality tests. There's a that bunch of cool. them. I, and I've they're never, free. Yeah, I've never <laughs> seen some of the answers were actually I kind of learned some new stuff about you. Oh, I did too. And I was like, about you. wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. The wow factor. So that's another thing yeah. you can do. What else can we do? Um, uh, the other thing with the, if you, those haven't seen, it's an older movie called Fireproof. Oh yeah. Um, Kurt Cameron, what, Yeah, right? Kurt Cameron. What an awesome movie. But the thing that they have in there is the 40 day, um, love dare. Right. And if you haven't done that, you have to do that. I mean, you can watch the movie first. If they tell you how to do it in the movie, yeah. but then once you get it, uh, let me tell you something that changes, you know, yeah. uh, you know, and I won't tell you, I won't give you the scoop on the movie, yeah, but, watch the movie but though. <laughs> you know, it, it, it continued. If, if you do do the challenge and it, not working right away, keep doing it because it does work. For sure. That 40-day yeah. challenge yeah. definitely teaches you how to be intentional with studying your spouse, exactly. learning everything right. you can about them, and then doing stuff that you know they're going to love. Yeah. So that's a, yeah. great, that's a great recommendation so, there. Hey, so that's it for this session. We thank yes. you so much for joining us. I had a, yeah. had a great time talking with you, like always. I so, love you. Yeah, love you too, babe. <laughs> so, hey, hope you all join us next time, next week, and uh, have a great week, and God bless. God bless. Oh. <laughs>